I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. like a tribe called quest you say the whole thing welcome 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 back to a pod name kickback it's like a tribe called quest you say the whole thing also known as the black cnn and the revolution will be televised i'm no breaks new the righteous ratchet if you throw it i catch it if you got it i match it every week i'm right back at it i am the black savage <laughs> the magneto of my people what up jaylo hey man what's good man good to be here with you man yeah man uh we've we've had um quite a few guests from back home some from out here over the last month or so um, they ain't seen you in a minute. They ain't seen Jackie in a minute. They ain't seen Mel in a minute. Hey, so, she making moves. Oh, do we know the name of her restaurant? Breakers. Breakers. Shout out to Breakers in Atlanta. Their grand opening is this weekend. If you are hearing this, take your ass to Breakers and get some of that good, good food. Mel has been. I guess she's been healed, the fried chicken queen of Atlanta. <laughs> so whatever you got to do, make sure you get the breakers this weekend for the grand opening. Here's a surprise. I'm not going to tell y'all which day I'm going to be there. But I will be at breakers this weekend. <laughs> Mills fried chicken. So if you come on the right day at the right time, I might Instagram live from there. But you'll see me. And I think you might see J. Lou too. J. Lou, what you got going on this weekend? Depend on the day. Depend on the day. You know, okay. probably gonna you use coordinate. Yeah. We, oh no, we we'll figure it out though. We'll figure it out. For sure, for sure. And um, uh, don't think you got out of your intro. Tell the people who you are. Hey man, you know, like just me. Nah, tell them who you are. Hey, straight to the point, J. Lou. Man, good to be here, man. I'm glad you know what I'm saying. I like the you know what you got going on, man. Been looking looking the last couple of weeks, man. It's looking good. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Shout out to everybody showing love and came on the podcast the last couple of weeks. And shout out to Lua, bro. What up, Tay? I see you over there. You know you're over there on the, uh, what, what, what you playing right now? Uh, Fortnite, over there playing Fortnite, terrorizing everybody. He be playing people in D.C. I be like, man, tell him I said what's up. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but I'm like, they from my home, so just tell him I said what's up, you know? He be out there terrorizing. Um... But I do want to um, shout out everybody that's been been on the podcast and been tuning in. As I said this maybe a couple times, July was the biggest month in the history of the podcast. In August, we are we're recording on August sixteenth. Some of y'all will hear this on August seventeenth, and this is the biggest month. The pod, well, this is the ninth biggest month the podcast ever had. So August was the biggest month ever. 
And uh, what is, no, July was the biggest month ever, ever. And August is now the ninth biggest month ever. And we're only on August 16th. You're going to make it straight. So we doing our thing. Well, let me make this public for, for uh, Facebook. I know Facebook is sitting there like, what's going on? Where are you guys at? <laughs> get this thing right for Facebook. Wait a minute. I don't see it on Facebook. Hold up now. Man, as, as I'm looking for this, um, I want to move to our high-low. I'm going to have you go first so I can okay. get all this stuff fixed. But uh, I'll play the intro. Now, high-low. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Hey, man. I will. <laughs> <laughs> high-low. Uh, last, week, last week was a real good week. You know what I'm saying? You know, I had a little one. You know, we do the, uh, you know, every other. So, you know what I'm saying? We had, we had a good time for the whole week. So, that was good. The business is kind of coming along slowly but surely. Um, still kind of working through the kinks of marketing, putting the schedule together, things of that nature. So, you know, that's a little bit of the low, just kind of navigating through, you know, the schedules of being, you know, you know, being the single father, wanting to work out, the corporate job, the business. So, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to uh, figure out the best way to do that. Um, so, you know, that's like, that's like my high end low, like, you know, it's, it's a lot going on, uh, some positive, you know, some, you know, areas of opportunity, but, uh, you know, just trying to figure out a way to make it all work. So it's like a combination. It's like, you know, it's, it's both, you know what I'm saying? High and low. I can dig it. I can dig it. I'll tell you, um, my high of the week has been, um, and we were similar. I think on this entrepreneurial journey, we're going to realize more times than that we're going to be <laughs> pretty much in the same place. But my, um, my high of the week was um, just being able to make different moves, just being able to change different things and finding peace in that. Um, I've had some ups, I've had some downs. I didn't hit you up like, J-Lo, oh man, this is happening, <laughs> this is going on. But um, these are different problems than I had four months ago, eight months ago, a year ago. These problems, they're not quite rich people problems. I ain't quite there yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But these are like not, when you think about like the, uh, you always say third world problems, these are rich people problems. Yeah. These are not third world problems. My problems are not stuff to lose a whole lot of sleep about. It's stuff to make you motivated. It's stuff to get you off your butt. But my problems are not the kind of problems that keep you up late at night uh in desperation they may keep you up late at night on some focus on some i need to do what i gotta do but these right. are not the kind of problems that are going to you know you're not going to ruin a night's sleep you might lose an hour or so but you ain't gonna ruin now my high of the week well, uh, well i think that was my high that i was there my low of the week was um i don't like people too much man like I just don't people annoy me and um i have uh gotten to a place where i don't, I don't know man like I, I i i used to be like diarrhea in the mouth and i'm not quite there yet but i just i i, I know what i value i know my peace of mind and i don't have it so i want to get it you know what i'm saying yeah and that's been my my you call it a dilemma, right? Yeah, but that um, but I don't have no complaints. I'm not sitting here crying. I'm not as angry as I was, you know, before. I'm just kind of like, I know what I need to do. 
Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you get to, get to that realization point. That's a positive. Yeah, that's a hey. Yeah. I need to lift every chair and swing. And shout out to Cobb Customs. If y'all can see the shirt, lift every chair and swing. I thought this was the cleverest thing because we were sitting around talking about this shirt and laughing and joking. Well, I don't hate to say laughing and joking. I'm going to be honest. We was laughing and joking about the black people that came together and put the paws on the racist white folks in Alabama and what we call the Alabama Sweet Tea Party. Not the Boston Tea Party, but the Alabama Sweet Tea Party. And um, and we know the homeboy with the chair. They say he's raised um, $200,000 on the GoFundMe to get him out of jail. Oh, look, look man. Oh, everybody knew he's going to be taken care of. Yeah, you got to. And when I seen these shirts, and um, she's been, I think Tiff, she's been on the podcast. I've been on, we've done podcasts together. We've done live events together. And when I saw she had these Lift Every Chance swing shirts, I said, I got to support. And I told her I was supporting. I'm going to wear it on the podcast this week. I mm-hmm. wanted to wear it last week. Well, you know, things happen. I could, I, the, the mail, the mail didn't get it to me quick enough. Yeah. But I got it now. And, um, I think that was uh, essentially the highlight. I think we got the podcast going. Let me make sure I put up all these topics. Because we got a doozy this week, Jay Lou. What's a lot going on? Hey. And I know one of the things we're going to talk about is, is, is your boy, old, old Donald, your high school uh, uh, fellow football player. Hey, they got play football together or something. And you still talking about that, man? <laughs> hey, man, he, he keep us talking. And we talk about we talk about Fannie Lewis too, because she definitely has some 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 things she wanted to contribute. Um, and now that I have everything up, let's go into our viral story of the week. My left stroke just went viral. Our viral story of the week: Donald Aloysius Trump. Yes, I made up his middle name. I don't know if it's Aloysius or not. He was indicted in the state of Georgia. By Fannie Willis, uh, she is the young lady, the district attorney uh, for the state of Georgia that took down YSL, took down Young Thug, took down Gunna. You know, she's been attacking all the gangs in Atlanta, in Georgia. And I've been like, what are you doing? Like, these people are rappers now. They're businessmen now. They're providing for the community. And then I was like, oh, you, you going up to Trump too? Oh, Woody Giuliani? Oh, wait a minute. Okay, Fanny, t- talk to me. I'm listening. What you, got <laughs> what you got to say? And um, the Fulton County Sheriff said that Donald Trump, until he's informed otherwise, we'll have a mugshot, we'll get fingerprinted, we'll be booked as any other prisoner. So Trump is going to jail. The issue is, is he going to jail where he's locked up for a couple of days and gets out? Is he going to be locked up for a couple of months and get out? Or is he going to be locked up for years and not get out? That's the question. Jaylee, what you think about this whole situation, man? He's going to be locked up for three minutes and get out. <laughs> three minutes, all right. Yeah, you know, you know they just got to formally charge him, then, you know, then he'll be out. But um, it's not surprising, obviously. Um, you know, you'd like to see, you know what I'm saying, you know, Fanny Willis do it. And, and you saw him like a couple of weeks ago insinuate some things about her. Um, you know. Yeah, what were those things, J. Lou? And I called her Fanny Willis. Yeah. Her name Willis and Lewis. I didn't mix it all up. <laughs> yeah. 
my, my middle name Willis. Right, right. I saw I mixed it all up. Yeah, but nah, see, um, some of those insinuations, you know, that basically she had to do certain things to get to where she, you know, I, I, I don't like to entertain them because it's so disrespectful. Um, especially when a woman is that is accomplished, you try to put that on her jacket that she had to do something to get what she was, or she did something unethical on her way to there. Um, so because it's not found, and I ain't gonna, you know, I ain't gonna mess with it unless she unless she say something about it. Um, I know some women, uh, you know, close to me who have accomplished very high things um, were upset about that insinuation uh, just because mm -hmm. that's, that he felt that was kind of like a tactic. So I think he knew this was coming. So he tried to uh, attack her uh, to, to limit it. Um, yeah, I think one, uh, she was very detailed. Uh, so obviously she has the, the proof, uh, you know, from videos and things in nature. So that's a, that's, you know, that's that's one thing. That she did her homework. Uh, the charges uh, appear to be valid and not, you know, trumped up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. uh, like they try to say it is. Um, and she, you know, she's doing doing her job. Um, I would add to the YSL thing. I think sometime in our community, we kind of like her job is a is a DA. So her job is to prosecute crimes. Um, so you know, I never had an issue with the YSL stuff, and I actually saw a, you know article where you know crime has went down 35% since that happened. So, uh, you know, if that's what, if her, if her job is to get crime off the street and to get, you know, certain certain things taken care of, it seems like she's doing a hell of a job. So, you know, congrats to her. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, I'm sure he'll pay his way to get up out of it like he always do. <laughs> like he always do. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I knew she wasn't playing. When I found out that he had to go through her, I was like, oh, oh, this is about to get real. <laughs> she ain't playing. And then I heard little stories about will Will uh, Kemp try to pardon him, but he wasn't seeing out of Alba Kemp. Yeah, and Kemp so, might do it just because you know he, you know Kemp. Kemp. A lot of these, a lot of Republicans, they love his celebrity and they love his base. They understand they need, they yeah. need, and so a lot of times they'll do a lot of massaging and, and things of that nature. So Kemp might do it. You know what I'm saying? If you know if, if there was some type of conviction, I'm I'm pretty certain he would do it to kind of. One, make sure he has that base whenever he decides to, uh, you know, do anything political uh, because, you know, Trump has a has a hell of a base down here. So he'll probably do some shit like that. But, you know, you never know. You're right. You're 100 percent right. I, I, I would hope that uh, with what he has going on. I don't have any confidence he's going to jail. No, nah, he to have confidence. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, you know, they, they, they actually going through with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? She, she actually made the charges. It's like, look, y'all gonna have to, you know, settle out or do something else, whatever we got to do, but you, you gonna have this charge. So I think it's that, you know, the, you know, she's like, look, I'm doing my job. You know, what happens after that is what happens after that. Yeah. And it looks like that, that, that's pretty much what it's going to be. I'm trying to get back to my, uh, to these topics. So we got the viral story of the week. And then, and oh, last week, Jay Lou, I mean, let me tell you, man, last week, <laughs> it was a little while. I had uh, issues with my microphone, right? Right. So I had a Two Face, shout out to Two Face, the wild boy that came on the podcast last week. But there were some issues. There were some issues with the uh, with the mic. Oh. And man, it, it was bad. I, I was pissed. It, 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 it was ungood. I'll put it that way. It was definitely ungood. And um, I purchased new mic. Shout out to Amazon for coming through 
helping me <laughs> out with the new mic, CMs, and and um, so I have a new mic. You guys, let me know how it sounds, and you can hear me clearly. If there's any static and all that good stuff, but um, a new segment that I added to the podcast was the Black Fact of the Week. Hey. Right, right, and our Black Fact of the Week, um, essentially boils down to. Uh, hip hop turning 50, man. And I wanted to know from you straight up, um, because we're in different generations. I know what I'm going to say, but I'm very curious as to what you're going to say. Um, give me like five of your favorite albums, man. Five of your favorite hip hop albums. Um, you told me three. Okay, three. My bad. Yeah, three. Three. Because I was, and you know, it's my man from the, from the fifth floor. I know, right? <laughs> It was tough. You know, I was thinking about it. I was trying to like, all right, do I want to go like my favorite artist? How, you know saying? How would I go with it? Um, I think one, it has to be Tupac. So okay. I, I can't cheat and say the greatest hits or nothing like that. So I picked All Eyes on Me. Because I'm like, all right, it's a double disc. I get so much variety. I get, you know what I'm I get different, you know what I'm saying? Like him in, in different stages. Like my one of my favorite songs ever was like, uh, Dear Mama and, and those, you know what I'm saying? But they those came, you know, well, you know, Brenda's got a baby. Those came in its earlier years. But I think Brenda, uh, All Eyes on Me, Double Disc, you're going to find something, you know what I'm saying? I, I can let it, ride, let it ride. I can always find a different type of vibe to go with, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like I'm listening to the same song all over and over and over again. Um, so All Eyes on Me uh, would, be, would be one. Um, and then it was kind of like it, it it was tough for me to kind of figure out what it is. So I tried to figure out a time period that where I was, you know, like extremely involved in in, in hip hop. Mm-hmm. So I picked my college years because uh, those those are the time that you know, like I felt it the most. Um, and this would be a little surprising because it's not like an album album; it's a mixtape. So J Cole, the Friday Night Lights. Okay. Okay. And, like man, he had like twenty on that jump. So you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was something that you can kind of really let ride. Um, and then my third one, I was torn between Outcast, Dead Double One, mm-hmm. or Kanye Dropout. Um, I think I'm 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 gonna go with College Dropout, just because I feel like I got a little bit more variety with it. Um, okay. as far as you know. You know what I'm saying? The topics and things of that nature. Um, I think I probably listened to Outcast one more, but I'm gonna go with Kanye just because of the historical uh backing of it. Um and then like a like you know, you know, very close after that, I think 50 Cent um Get Rich or Die Trying is is, is very, uh on the list as well. It's you know, just I, say that's the number one album ever in thrillers number two. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, we just talk about hip hop, right? We want to talk about. Yeah, just talk about hip hop. Oh, yeah, just, just telling yeah. you, J Cole, your boys. Yeah. And I and, and I can see that. Um, it was I think from a like a body of work and you know quality. I definitely think it is. The only reason I didn't say that one is because I think he got certain stuff from from everywhere else. Um, it was like that. That was like the gangster. You know what I'm saying? The gangster vibe type thing. And then you know. A lot of songs were similar to other people's songs. So I'm like, all right, look, let me pick Tupac because he kind of started the I'm going at whoever. You know what I'm saying? You know, he you know, he had a chick song on there. He had, you know what I'm saying? So he had so much. So that's why I, I put Pac up there. Yeah, little, little bro. 
No breaks. No breaks. I, um, my three would be. There's no way I could do this without a Tupac album. Right. So which one you got? And I had a handful, but I had to, if I'm doing overall, I had to go with all eyes on me. Okay. It was legendary. It was, you know, the first double disc in hip hop. Dang. It, it bridged, yeah. It bridged the old the old Tupac, that that grandma heart, the pause, but they had me in that pain and that 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 suffering and yeah. that 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 psychological music and then it bridged it with the beats from Dr. Dre and Daz and that death row G-Funk and it also ended it with that gangster shit. Yeah. So it gave you all of that and it was a double disc and I don't have an issue with a double disc from Tupac. Yeah. Guys nowadays do a double disc I'm like yeah, like you got to go to this let me go to this disc to get the two songs I like then you know what I'm right. You just do 10 songs if that's what you got, man. You know what I'm exactly, exactly. So I definitely put All Eyes on Me there. An album that probably isn't popular. Okay. But um, that, and I don't even listen to this one often, but I know what it is. And this is Scarface, The Fix. Yeah, that, that that's my brother's. Like that, he, 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 he go, he swear by that. That album, same reasons as the All Eyes on Me. Uh, Scarface talked that uh, mental health, you're going through it, and of course, since I was going through stuff, I hear it, and I'm I'm listening to it, like, man, this is talking to me. And Scarface was the king of, like, these uh, melodic beats, you know, sound like you damn near got a live band, R&B singer, but he yeah. talked that real stuff you could feel. It don't sound soft. It don't sound watered down. It is real, raw emotion that men aren't always allowed to feel. Yeah, it's very introspective. Some of the stories, like, and then he had some hip hop with Kanye, yeah. Jay Z, Benny Siegel. That was on there too. Sorry, uh, that 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 uh, that jump with him, like, like Scarface got like man, him and Nas jump the wet who I want, uh, wet who you want wet it like that's like a yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I was on Nas album that one. Yeah, that was that was better. Yeah. But that was one like if you that was one like if you was on the East Coast, and and I think a lot of you know what I'm saying this is what the collaborations were should be meant for. Like if you was on the East Coast and you really mess with Nas and you heard that you like, let me go check Scarface out. Mm-hmm. I, when I first saw listening listening to J Cole, it was off of when he when he had a feature with um with Jay Z. It was like all right, let me go see who this is. Like when you know what I'm saying sometimes it's, it's crazy how a certain verse. Can turn you on to turn a whole different v- region on to you. So that's you know what I'm saying. That's what Blaz was for. I agree. I agree 100. percent And my number three. Oh. I, I'm not being political, but I'm going. I'm I'm looking at this more than just my favorite. I'm looking at my favorite and its impact. Okay. I got to go with one of my favorites. You know, top five, seven favorites. And the impact of it. And if I do that, then I'm probably going with Doggy Style, Snoop Dogg. Mm, okay. That album just, it's, I, I believe it's better than The Chronic, which was blasphemous to say, to say like the first five, 10 years. Well, I think when people look back on it, Doggy Style was a little better than The Chronic. Right. 
Um, and the way it sold, I would have put the chronic above it, but the way doggy style sold, I mean, yeah. only doggy style and um, give it to that try and did those debut numbers, yeah, it was only them two. Um, I would love to say reasonable doubt and give it to Jay, I would love to say TI trap music, that's been a big influence. Yeah, you know, culture called trap music, TI was clo- uh, close too, yeah, 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 I can let yeah. I. So it's just uh, like with you, like with with, with Tupac, I, with all eyes on me, you get so much diversity, though. Like mm-hmm. it's like Tupac, that that all eyes on me is like, if you tell me I can only listen to one album, I'm like, all right, I, 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 I'm gonna get it. I get a double disc. I get so many diversity, so I can be in different moods and kind of still be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can still get there. So yeah, that's yeah. why I'm like, I gotta be there. And the only reason I drop. You know what I'm saying? Get rich or die trying is because I'm like, all right, cool. To me, Tupac gonna get depth. You know what I'm saying? Gonna, gonna get depth. You know what I'm saying? That that top three one, you're gonna be right outside of. <laughs> yeah. And, and I agree 100 percent I think I see that it's pretty much the same way you see it. Um I'm thinking of an honorable mention, like there's something I want to say just to sort somebody out, but I can't even those are my favorites. Um Random. This wasn't what we talked about. But who? Give me a couple of your favorite rappers. Just who you like? Not the top. Just who you like? Yeah. So, I mean, we said a good, uh, good bit of Park Face, Jada Kiss, um, Fabulous. Don't do me no. You know what I'm saying? Fabulous rock, rock. You know what I'm saying? He heavy, and I'm going through kind of like you know what I'm saying, like coming up. Uh, obviously, Jay Biggie. Uh, J. Cole, um, some of the people you know, I ain't gonna say, you know, some of the people I'm not as as high on as other people, but you know, I acknowledge their greatness, like uh, like a Kendrick, um, you know, what I'm saying people like that, a big crit, you know, what I'm saying I, I hold him in high regard. Um, so I'm giving you a couple people that you know, like on a, on a you know, what I'm saying on a different side, uh, trying to find some newer artists that I really, you know, what I'm saying like some of these newer artists. I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna go with them. Like you know, what I'm saying like that. I think there's about five, six. You know, what I'm saying solid mm-hmm. ones that I vouch for. Obviously, J Cole uh, very high on my list because you know, what I'm saying he kind of like came in on my area. Uh, you know, Kanye changed so much, um, so it was a little bit different. Beanie Siegel real high on my list. Um, like he can he can kind of go, but yeah, if I had to pick top three of all time, Pac, just spitting, Pac. Because he do it a little bit all like not just like not you know battle rap type shit, but Pac, mm-hmm. Jada Kiss, um, probably Cole. Okay, I'm gonna um I'm gonna go through a little bit of a timeline because uh, I think that's the easiest way to do it. Because I got my normal four I say all the time, but yeah. I want to kind of give a little bit more because it's hip hop fifty. So yeah. Throw it. So as a, when I was a very very little kid. I thought that there was nobody better than LL Cool J. I was about, I was about to say LL too. Yeah, there was nobody better than LL. I wanted to be LL. I met LL. He stole one of my songs. We're going to sit at another podcast. But I still respect him. Shout out L. Um, <laughs> I got a little bit older. The next, I thought nobody would ever be better than LL until I heard Rock Him. And then I said, oh, this is what rap really is. And I thought Rock Him was the best thing that ever existed in the world. And I thought that for many, many years, but there was another guy who I felt was more like me. 
He could rap for the ladies. He could battle rap. He could do some street rap. He could do a miracle. And I was like, I'm more like him. Rakim is God, but I'm like him. And that was Big Daddy Kane. Okay. And then the rapper that taught me more than anybody else ever taught me, probably in, in the world, damn near, even from the books I read, the people I knew, the one that taught me was KRS One. Okay. And I gotta give it to him. Like he like so much of who I am today came from lessons I learned from KRS One. That's just keeping it a hundred. Like there ain't no ego in it. Like I, I was a student. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then as they get a little older, the the I think the first person I ever idolized was probably LL. Yeah. But when I, the next time I had an idol, somebody I wanted to look up to or be like, um, and it's not many, but the next one, maybe the final one was Tupac. Yeah. I wanted to be Tupac. I wanted I was new pop. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I idolized him like as a kid, every because he was pro-black, yeah. he was about the people, he was still a nigga. You know what I'm saying? And, and I struggled to find that. You either had to be the most righteous dude ever yeah. or the most nice dude ever. And I was like, but I'm like... <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. I'm both like, 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 who am I then? Like, who do I look to? And then Pop walked out and I was like, now I got mine. I'm not Ice Cube. I ain't easy. You know, I'm not, you know, necessarily uh, KRS-One and Chuck D. <laughs> I'm somewhere in the middle and there's nobody that represents that. Yeah. Here come pop. Um, and being dealing with manic depression, bipolar disorder, dealing with issues, mental health issues, the rapper that walked me through that, like grabbed my hand, said, I got you, walk with me, was Scarface. Okay. Walked me literally through that whole mental health challenge. A damn rapper. Yeah. And a psychologist, <laughs> a rapper. Yeah. Then um, as I got older, I saw these as my lower homies, but I didn't dis- not in a disrespectful way though. I just happened to be old as hell, and I was Nipsey, and I was Tip, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. shout out to Nipsey and Ti, and um, I want to shout out the lady rapper. I don't know who, who did I really like? I like little MC Light as a little kid. I really like MC Light. Um, I like Nicki, yeah. um, for a period. Queen Latifah was solid too. Oh, and the Queen. Yeah, Queen Latifah was solid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, you know what I'm saying? Some of her, you know, like, I listen and like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know what? I ain't really, my value system was different. So I ain't, I, I didn't, I never idolized any rappers. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I respect it. I respect it. Like, I respected certain aspects of like certain songs from Tupac that made me think. Um, but yes, yeah, so I never really idolized them. More, probably more athletes just because I love, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you was a rapper. You want to be a rapper like me. I was, you know, what I'm saying I, I wanted to play sports, so it was kind of like I probably geared towards towards that side of it. So you know, what I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying it's, it's, it's funny how you know, what I'm saying we kind of do it that way. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally understand that. Yeah, hell yeah. So hip hop turned fifty. Just a quick shout out to myself. My album, my debut album. I had the CD and the cassette tape. New World Order. Yeah, I know my name. New. So everything had my name in it. New World Order. <laughs> that project dropped in summer of 1998. Hip-hop turned 50 this summer. And my debut project turned 25 this summer. So my firstborn child, <laughs> my album turned 25 the same year hip-hop turned 50. And I think that's kind of cool, man. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool because 
you wouldn't know it now. I, all I talk about is podcasting or maybe selling insurance or doing business ventures and all this or Shanti. But to begin with, I was just a rapper. That was all I wanted to do. It was all that, that, that completed me. It was all that gave me everything I needed came from me being a rapper. My identity was a rapper. When I stopped rapping, I started going, well, who am I now? Right. Because I've only been a rapper the first 30 years of my life. So what's my personality? Who am I? What, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not- and I think now that I don't talk about me being a rapper as much, it's probably like, you used to rap? Like, Yes. That's all I did. <laughs> and you know, that's a good, you, but that that's a, like, it's a great quality to be able to transition. Like, you you, you know how many people, like, they, they still living 20, 30 years ago? Yeah. They use the transition. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why, and music, to me, it transitions. Like, we talk about 50 years, it transitions. And we even talked about why we chose who we chose and the influences that those people in the future, you know what I'm saying, had from those people in the past. So, like, music transcends. That's why, like, you know, like I can still respect the Nas still putting out bangers. Jay-Z putting out, still putting out bangers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, Scarface, you know what I'm saying, when he come out, still putting out bangers. Jadik is, you know what I'm saying, being able to kind of, you know what I'm saying, put out, you know what I'm saying, put out bangers and come out with a show. You know what I'm saying? It shows that, like, look, you can trans, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's growing. Like, music, you can grow into music. I think a lot of times with some of the artists I don't, I don't like, it's like, they still rap like from 20, 30 years ago. I'm like, ain't nothing happened to you in 20, 30 years where you can rap no different. I'm like, you still talking about selling drugs? I'm like, you, you, you know, say you're a millionaire, you, and this is what you still talk about. Like, I can see you pulling from your past, but that shouldn't be. You should be able to, you know, what I'm saying add more to your, you know, what I'm saying repertoire. That's why, like, you know, what I'm I appreciate the growth in the Nas, Jay Z, Scarface, those, you know, what I'm saying those ones that we still talking about to the day. Yeah, and if you can pull from your past, you can pull from your future. Exactly. People order that all the time. Like I'm not, you know, let's say a person says, I'm not really smooth now, but I'll be smooth, you know, I'll get it together later. And it's like, okay, well, if you can pull from your past and still be blamed for your past actions, then you could pull from your future and be celebrated for your future actions. Yeah. That's how, that's how I view it. So yeah, and when you know that, when you master that, when you're aware of that, I think it makes you a better all around human. Just, just to be straight up honest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, our what the fuck story of the week and hip hop. We love you. We're gonna do this the rest of the month. Matter of fact, the rest of the year. I'm doing <laughs> hip hop the rest of the year. This um black fact of the week I got from um, rapping with my father about just not us not knowing our history and nobody doing that. And I said I'm gonna do it every week now. You know, black fact every week. That's how I'm going. You know, something with our people. I got a podcast. Why not do it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's fact every week. But now we're getting into some ratchet stuff. Righteous and ratchet. Oh, shit. Here we go. So, uh, what the fuck story of the week? <laughs> it's the mayor. What the fuck? Michael Orr, drafted by the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, his life story was made a movie called The Blind Side. <laughs> he was adopted by this. He was uh, homeless and destitute. He was a great football talent, but had nowhere to go. Family didn't want him. Family on drugs, all of this stuff. And 
a white family, his best friend's family brought him in, adopted him, raised him, cultivated him, pushed him, and he made it to college football. Then he made it to the NFL, had a nine, 10 year career, multi-millionaire. And now he's retired and living his life. Not quite. <laughs> because now he's uh, alleging, or he stated, that uh, that family never really adopted him. And there was no formal adoption. Um, they told him when he was at age 18, they couldn't legally adopt him unless they went through this other means, which is called a conservatorship. Ah, that word sounds familiar, doesn't it? That's what Britney Spears' parents put on her. It's when someone isn't mentally stable and you have to take over and, and take over their estate their business dealings, and they no longer have control of their money. They are now at your mercy because they're unfit. And he thought he was signing adoption papers, but he was signing over his rights. Those rights, this family that adopted them, used those rights to, make, to get the movie done, used those rights to start multiple businesses. And then after everything was said and done, they use those rights to steal money directly from him. And the money they stole, they used to open more businesses and made bigger profits and never included him in it. And he said he found out February of this year what really went down, that he wasn't ever legally adopted. They made all of the money off of the movie and they've been in control of his finances. And they've made a fortune off of taking money out of his accounts and investing in their own businesses. And they never even legally adopted him. I felt a few different ways. One, I was like, well, they still a family. They still looked out. They still got them to the NFL. So yeah, they, 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 they deserve a little bit of money. <laughs> then I realized that it was all done in deceit. And I don't care. I'm not a fan of the uh, the uncle that molests you but paid your way through college. You can't do me wrong and do me good. I, I ain't gonna rock with it. Your, your, right. your strengths don't outweigh your weaknesses in how you treat me. You know. Right. What I'm and I think it's unfortunate, man. And I hope he gets his money back. I hope he gets what he's suing for. I want to blame him. Like, why are you that? Why are you signing at 18? But then I realized everybody wasn't fully educated. Everybody yeah. doesn't know what's going on. And everybody doesn't think that the people that took you in off the street and mentored you and got you to this point would turn around and stab you in the back later. You're looking at them as mom and dad. You know what I'm saying? So I won't blame, I won't victim blame, but I think we all need to be accountable, whatever that means. Right. And fuck them for doing it to him. Yeah. See, I I'm so torn because I won't wait for everything to come out. Um, because obviously they they, you know what I'm saying, they disagreed, you know what I'm saying, the son and everybody, you know, supposedly he had, you know, asked him for some money so the story wouldn't come out. I um, heard that too. Yeah, so that's always a little bit questionable. I'm like, I I hope you ain't squandered away your NFL money now, you know what I'm saying? Now this is, you know, you saw, you know what I'm saying, being a victim. Um and from what they what what they were saying with the conservatorship. They were boosters, you know. What I'm saying like they 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 contributed a lot to Mississippi with uh, old Mister Weed went to college at, so so he wouldn't get in trouble with the NCAA. 
it was easier for them for him to for them to sign as conservatorship so he wouldn't get in trouble from a uh, booster standpoint you know what I'm saying obviously it's a little different now with the NIL and how people making money in uh, you know what I'm saying in college football now but basically you know if he signed a conservatorship it will show like a he responsible you know what I'm saying they responsible for him so anything that they gave him up to now can't be used against him going to Ole Miss so I think that's you know what I'm saying that's what they saying that's their position on it um they argue that they didn't get uh the money that you know people think they got from the movie um, you know what I'm saying? The, they they split they split everything five ways. So I don't know, everybody get their damn court. Um, but you know, I'm I'm like you. I mean, if they if they manipulated a you know, a eighteen year old kid that was down on his luck, then uh, you know, shame on them. Um, but also I'm you know, at that particular age, you know, you let you let this 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 kind of go on for like three, four, five years, you know what I'm saying, and now you know, a couple, you know, you know, you about four or five years out of the NFL now. So it's like, all right, now I'm trying to figure out like, okay, is it an ulterior motive? So hopefully the truth will come out, but you know what I'm saying? You know, that shit, it, I, I really like the movies. I was pissed. <laughs> I ain't never even seen the movie. I, I don't really yeah. run Sandra Bullock movies. No, didn't, I didn't run to that one. I, I, I See, I looked at it as a football movie. Heavy back then. Yeah, whenever it's a white savior in a movie, new didn't see it. Yeah, it helped out. I didn't watch that one. Which one? Anyone where the white people came and helped out. I didn't see <laughs> that one. I don't I don't watch those. <laughs> That's not my and shout out to my white brothers and sisters. Um, but y'all know why. And if you don't know why, then you're not my white brothers and sisters. If you don't know why, then then, then we ain't got nothing to talk about. Hey, man, uh, I got why I take over a couple of black people, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. I'm, I'm going to have some, some some white people on the podcast soon. So, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get their side, too. <laughs> but whenever it's a story, yeah, white people came and saved the black guy, the, the <laughs> in the hood, I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> you said, that's not for me. <laughs> that's not for me. <laughs> None of them shows, yo. Unless it's... Unless it's uh, uh, two white women as a couple and they come and, and get the black man and or something like that. Other than that, I ain't watching it. Oh, and they don't come on regular TV. They come on Pornhub or something. So I'm not watching the other stuff. Old movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, watch, I watch the whole movie. I'm not watching that other stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> but, um, I hope that the truth comes out. And if they, if they're, if there's some level of innocence for them, then they deserve that to be known. And if they're yeah. guilty as hell, we deserve for that to be known. And that's all I got. I didn't follow the story. I just heard this. Whenever I hear a black man say I was done wrong, um, you got to see <laughs> women, listen to women, I listen to men. Well, I don't listen to all men. I listen to black men. A black man said he was done wrong, I'm listening. He's I, right. He's <laughs> right. And if it comes out that he's wrong, then I'll not apologize, but then I'll stop talking about it. But if, <laughs> and, I, I believe all black men. <laughs> believe all black men. That, that, that's my stance. You know what I'm saying? Lift every chance for me. You know what I'm talking about? That's my I'm at. But um, another story I thought was kind of interesting and terrible and despicable, and I'm going to believe all black men. This is our Don't Be Dumb uh, story of the week. And this is, you know what? I don't even have to say what it is. I have somebody who will say it for me. 
so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. So there is a Mississippi goon squad, um, six men, that have actually pled guilty to torturing two black men. They beat them. They shot them with stun guns. They poured hot chocolate and milk down their throats. And they abused them with sex toys. In no way does this sound like an arrest. In no way does this sound like uh, doing your job. This sounds like torture, racism, hate crimes, and some of the most despicable things I've ever heard of. And this happened in Jackson, Mississippi, a predominantly black city. And I hate that these white cops keep doing these things in predominantly black cities. I'm not trying to incite a riot, but brothers, sisters, it's more of us than it is of them. Those six cops, and it's probably 40, 50, 60 thorough dudes on a block. And y'all let them three, four, five, six cops do that to our brothers. Like, I know it's a scary thing. You don't want nobody. But hey, man, you see where I'm at. Lift every chain and swing. There's no way I'm letting six white police officers come and do that to two brothers. It's, it's, that's not where we should be at. Not in 2023. We need to really lift every chance swing. Where were the brothers in Mississippi at when this was going on? We could have used them. Because this is ridiculous. Can you imagine being arrested for whatever and then having the police officers beat you, you stun for 90 minutes using stun guns, assaulting you with sex toys, pouring chocolate syrup and milk down your throat as you lay there handcuffed and they're using racial slurs and epithets the whole while. So you're just laying there handcuffed, being beaten with stun, with, with billy clubs and shot with stun guns and having sex toys used on you, forcing you to drink milk and hot chocolate, which is just weird. And you're in handcuffs not knowing, and no, you know nobody cares. So you're just laying there in fear, like, what's next? That's what really happened. That really happened to six black men, well, two black men in, in Mississippi. That really happened. That isn't a crazy story I made up. That isn't, you know, something for shock value. That happened. There were two black men laying there not knowing what was going to happen next if they were going to live or die or be raped. That really, really happened. It's disgusting, J. Lou. Man, that's it. Uh, yeah, man, that's... Uh, you try, you know what I'm saying? You try to uh, compartmentalize, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to get so pissed off. Um, but it's it's necessary to get, you know what I'm saying, to get pissed off, you know what I'm saying, in, in that type of, you know what I'm saying, that type of arena. Um, and I'm sure they, just like most cowards, uh, you know, six on two, they probably separated them for something stupid, you know what I'm saying, to to try to hide away from the, the uh, you know what I'm saying, the other people uh, in the city. And it's probably, they probably made a, a stupid mistake, the, the, the reason they got caught. So, you know, like, obviously you piss, you, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, at, at my level, I'm like, look, I want y'all dead, suffer. I want I want a whole bunch, of, I want a whole bunch of, you know what I'm saying, you know, messed up shit to happen to you. Um you know, but then it, it then it makes me even worse. I'm like, I'm like, that's the, that's the only time y'all fucking got caught. caught. Right. You gotta say, 
one, we know you probably did it, you know what I'm saying, before, for you to go through that level, it started from somewhere. So it, it started with uh, with this, and then it got worse and worse over time. Um, and then, you know, as a victim, you know what I'm saying, like, like when that, something like that happens to you, who the fuck do you want to go tell? Like, yeah, this happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? You get away with it. So it's just uh, sad and pathetic. Um, and, you know, I, I hope they get what they, you know what I'm saying? I, I hope they get what they had coming. Yeah, for sure. I'm just sitting here like, I I, I, I can't even believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like really? Um, And if they don't get what's coming to them, then that's... We already know that's gonna be a whole another problem. They, they, uh, you said they, what they, they already accepted a plea or? Well, yeah, they, they pleaded guilty. I guess they, was, guilty. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't even try to fight it. They pled guilty. Yeah, yeah. So, when somebody pleads guilty, you know they, they, they don't want, they don't want their family to see what they did. Yeah, yeah. They, like, they, they don't want the gory, the gory aspects in the video and the, you know what I'm saying? One of the, yeah, like they don't want it. That's the reason you do. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I hope it's a special place in hell for people like them. I hope they have a good time. I hope. I hope they. You know, what I'm saying they get introduced to the right people in jail. Me too. Me too. How about that? How about that? I wish I had a drop for that. I don't have a drop for that. I got some gunshots. That's what I want to happen. Um. I would uh, Nipsey Hustle Award. I I added something to this, J. Lou. All I have now was the Beyonce concert. Do you have any idea what I added to it? Any recollection? Any memory? You don't have to, but I'm just asking. Nah. I wonder, I can't think of what I added to it. Let me let me let me, let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna find it because I want to know. I want to know. Um. See. Well, doesn't look like I'm gonna find it. All right. <laughs> but um we will shout out Beyonce. Um where, where Nip at? Let me Nip. Oh, and it's Nip birthday. You know, that was it. Okay. Shout out to Nip. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. This is you know, it's his birthday. He would have been 38, which is still hard to believe because he's still <laughs> damn near a decade younger than me. But I learned so much from Youngin. Um, but he, the, any award that we give out for excellence and achievement is named after Nipsey Hussle. It's the Nipsey Hussle Award. And Queen B gets it this week. But I'm going to let Nip introduce it. If it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever, you're on, a, you're on a marathon, you know? So. You're on your marathon. And the Queen B is on a marathon. Her tour is on pace to be the largest grossing tour in history, over a billion dollars. And I love the fact that, um, we talked about a few weeks ago, that when people in DC, when, when the concert started late, and people in DC weren't able to get home via Metro, she paid Metro to stay open an hour late to make sure people could catch the Metro home in DC, Maryland, and Virginia. She also took her daughter Blue on tour. Blue has been cutting up doing her little, I think it's a five minute set, which I love. She ain't got out the whole show, but she has her opportunity to really shine. I love that. And um, I love the way she gives back to the community as well. So, I mean, Beyonce is Beyonce. Um, 
I think nowadays with access and everything else, there can never be another Michael Jackson and Prince. It's just yeah. happen anymore. Internet and all of that stuff made it so it won't happen. True. But if there is a Beyonce, uh, Michael Jackson or a Prince of this generation, of this year, 2023, J. Lou, it's got to be Beyonce, right? From, yeah. From a, like, from somebody who has been is, is so consistent for, with how she performs and, you know, what she put into the show, like, she really does, you know what I'm saying? Like, she really makes it a, a, an event. Like, people don't leave Beyonce's show and say they were disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't say that about a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You, you know, especially from, from my culture. You know, I hear you know, you know, other individuals and, in, you know, different cultures and different backgrounds and some, you know, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't listen to them, but you know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they have those high, they, they have those high reviews as far as their shows and things. But I think from our culture, Beyonce has, doesn't never, you know what I'm saying? Disappoint, you know what I'm saying? And what she puts in, everybody like appreciates the work and you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I think it's a no brainer. Like you know, I, I've heard some people, Speak very highly of Chris Brown, um, you know, in in in, in his shows, um, but what you know, with hers is more like a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like like his like is is a routine. Like with hers, like a it's a show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's different. The only person I would put on Beyonce levels is Ashanti. <laughs> Shout out to nah man, forget Ashanti. She back with Nelly. I'm moving on. But anyway, shout out to you, Beyonce and Flowers, man. Shout out to the Queen V. Um, oh, and this her daughter out there, you know what I'm saying, showing up. I've been seeing that too. So that's a good, that's big. Her daughter out there, you know what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, Blue Ivy. Um, that's you always know, a good. so cool. I don't know if everybody knows this, Zaylo. I, mean, I don't even know if you know it or not. Maybe you do. But you know, Blue Ivy's name is B L U I V Y. Ivy, but really her name is Blue, the letter I, the letter V, which is four. Jay-Z has an album called Blueprint. He has an album called Blueprint 2. He has an album called Blueprint 3. And Blue Ivy is four. Blue Ivy. So she's the Blueprint floor. I did not know that. I think that's hella cool, man, and creative. You know what I'm saying? Um, The most creative thing I had was I was going to name my son Maya. Based off my rap name being new to mayor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think naming your daughter Blueprint 4 is kind of crazy. Kind of hey, crazy. Look, man, when she when she gonna be that rich, man, whatever you want to name her, man, she good. It don't even matter. It don't even matter. And um, and you, it doesn't matter if you guys have seen this movie or this TV show, because I'm not gonna do a spoiler. I'm just gonna give you an overview so it doesn't even matter. If you've seen it or not, including you, J. Lou. Netflix and chill. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? I want to talk about a TV show right now. It's called Hijack. And maybe I'm late. I'm still not going to do a spoiler. But it's Idris Elba and it's on Apple Plus. This is a story about a man uh, who got on a plane. That plane was hijacked. And he was trying to figure out what he could do to get back to his family. The storyline, I'm going to use a word I don't always use. I, if you know me, I don't be sitting around going, man, I don't riven it. 
but this is Joe Riven. This is Joe Riven for real, yeah. Like uh, I'm watching. Riven. I watched it one day. I, I pronounced the word wrong, Jay Lou. What you said? No, nah, uh, no. Nah, that description is enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, imagine being on a plane and then it gets hijacked and you got all of the elements of it's a I guess the majority of the characters or the passengers were were from London so there's a lot of accent in it um, but it represents everything everybody on that plane the good, the bad, the hood, the ugly, the pretty the people that kidnapped that hijacked the plane the people you might have thought were going to do it and people who actually did it and all of the mind games and the situation of trying to, if you ever watched, what is it called? The night watchmen, the night workers with the, with the people on the phone um, and they get the 911 distress calls late at night. So you had right. that 911 distress call element where they're in the, in the, in the booth and trying to figure things out. You have the element of, you know, the suspense thriller on the plane, and then you have the real life stuff outside of that, where it's just when you're in your regular life and you're not on a plane, or you're not the 911 dispatcher, or you're not the sheriff, or you're not being in service mode. And it gives you a, I'm gonna use a word from the five, a colossomy of all of those different thoughts, features, events, and characters. And it's, it's crazy. I enjoyed it, man. I watched it in one day. I took one day off last week. I spent that day watching that show. I think so, it's seven it's just, episodes. so it was like a one one season type zone, or it just Alba said that I would love to bring this character back. That's all he said. So as far as we know, it was one season. But he said I would love to bring him back. Okay. Means based on the popularity of it, it could it might, yeah, they if they pay if they pay us enough. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it, it ended in a way that it ended. But if they did a second season, it would be like Taken. Like, they took her again. It'd be like hijacked. They hijacked the train okay, this okay. time. They hijacked the Uber. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the series ended. And a movie that I'm probably late to, me and J. Lou are entrepreneurs. We work all morning, all afternoon, all evening, and all night. And we do that seven days a week. So we miss stuff. Sorry, Podcast fans, kickbackers. Sorry, kickbackers. But matter of fact, where my kickbackers at? Let me shout y'all out real quick. My kickbackers. Kickbackers. <laughs> so we don't see everything, but one thing that we've uh, that we that I've seen that Jay Lou said he's gonna watch is Knock at the Cabin Door. Yeah, I do do that. Now this is. I'm going to give you as much information as I got from the trailer that made me watch it. I'm not going to give you anything from the actual movie. Um, there are some people, there's a family that goes on a vacation staying in a cabin. There are some people that knock on a cabin door and they tell them that the world can end. The world is going to end unless someone in the family chooses to kill another person in the family. There has to be a sacrifice in order for the world to continue. Whoa. It gets a little biblical. It gets a little spooky. Suspense thriller. You believe them? Are they crazy? Are they right? Were they sent from heaven? Were they sent from hell? 
Are they good people? Are they bad people? Should you do it? Should you not? Like, if it's me, Ashanti, and Janelle Monet, and we're on vacation in the cabin, and one of us has to die, I'm not really going for it. But if I had to do that to save the world, and I believe this crazy crap, it'd probably be Janelle Monet. I'm just, <laughs> just saying. Or, or Nelly. It's one of them two. I don't know who it's going to be. It ain't going to be Ashanti. That's if I even believe this stuff. Would um, you believe it? Like, I ain't no way I believe it, though. I'm like, man, fuck I, it. I, I don't think you would have to show me some kind of empirical proof. I would have to, God would have to be like, hey, no. Hey, no. <laughs> you, you're trying man, to make my soldier. I, I push play on the jump. And man, I ain't gonna lie, five minutes, I'm like, look, man, I'm, I'm gonna go to sleep, man. Let me just turn it off now. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, I did that with Hijack. Um, I fell asleep on it twice, the first episode. Because I use it, I think sometimes, because we do so much, when you cut on the series the first time, it's usually yeah. 11, 12, and you just finally finish the day, and you, I'm gonna try to watch, and I'm just too tired. But if you catch it, either a show or a movie, typically, you're recharge and you're refreshing, you got a little bit of time, you'll get through most of it yeah. and then make a decision, I don't like what you've shown me, as opposed to I'm just too tired to watch. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'm not going to say uh, Knock on the Cabin Door was like the best movie ever, but I think it's worth a watch. Hijack, I'm not going to say it's the best show ever, but it's worth a watch. I, I recommend it. Like I'm, I'm telling everybody, go watch it. It was good. Check it out. Okay. Um, that's our Netflix and chill. Um, as far as Eargasm, and I haven't played the Eargasm drop in so long. I want to play it just because it's from that old commercial when we was kids. This is a fantastic album, man. Let me borrow it. No, my brother. You've got to buy your own. And I want to just say that uh, Kiki uh, Palmer is in Usher's new video for the song Girlfriend. And it feels like they are mocking her boyfriend that was mad about the whole thing in Vegas. How do you feel about that, J. Lou? Do you feel like, like, is it cool to take advantage of that moment and capitalize, or is it corny? Uh, I think it's both of them, but more importantly, I think it's disrespectful. Like, you know what I'm saying? To me, Kiki, I'm like, I can see Usher doing it, and it's just, like, corny. But when Kiki, when you do that, you know what I'm saying, with your, with your, with your kid's father, it, it, it comes off as disrespectful. And that's somebody that you got to be around for a while. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like sorry, when, when you said that shit about uh, Trey Songs, you know what I'm saying, you ain't get the same amount of support. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I, I just, and we, we said this a while ago, because I think, I think I was on the last time that that broke. And it yeah, was just like, yeah. this is something that, this is something that could be worked out amongst y'all setting boundaries for each other and going from there and it just seemed like we had a lot of people just like jumped on the bandwagon to kind of like gas you up and to me kiki didn't seem like that type like she seemed like the type that you know what I'm saying would they can sit down discuss it if you disagree we disagree and we can kind of you know what I'm saying we can 86 it if we need to but it's just at this point it's getting like like i'm gonna be a video vixen that you know what I'm, saying? I'm like this nigga got multiple kids multiple wives Cheating on all of them, and now I'm in the video being the girlfriend of the 
I, I just had a baby and the nigga, you know what I'm saying? You know, I just separated from my baby, my baby father because it, it just seemed like really, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, and the song wasn't that high. Like, like, like look, Usher to me is one of our top of our generation. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, what I'm you know, I mean, I can if you told me R and B song, you know, R and B albums, I'm, I'm gonna be looking at, you know, what I'm saying, looking at that zone, you know, what I'm saying, right, you know, what I'm saying, right. around that, that range, and I'm like, that song ain't seem hot to me though. If I'm being honest, like you know, what I'm saying, like, like the, the beat was just very subpar. So I don't know, man, I just felt like it, it, it's something that could have been done better in yeah. bad. T- they rusted. They rusted. I, I yeah. still say glue, glue was. I say glue was the best song of 2023 to me. And people yeah. start cussing me out. I'm like, all right, everybody relax, calm down. I said, it's my what I think the best song is. They say y'all. I think y'all think what you want to think. So <laughs> definitely don't think that this girlfriend song, boyfriend song is better. I don't even think this is better than the good good because um we good yeah, good, yeah. We good, good, good but we still good. Shout yeah, out to that, that that was a, see I I like that one. You know what I'm saying? I, I just thought this one was like all right, let's. Let's try to get a couple bucks, you know, off of the thing. Like, yeah, she, you know, she just broke up with her dude. Let's, you know, what I'm, saying? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but it's still your your son's father and your son not even one yet. God damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just like shit. It's weird though. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm like, you know, it's you know, I ain't gonna lie. That 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 Hollywood shit is a hell of a drug. So you know, what I'm saying you kind of you hell know kind of take you know, what I'm saying put that in place. But it's like, man, that shit is, you know, it just seemed corny, you know. I agree. I agree. And um, I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. Of course, we recorded this live uh, much earlier than we normally do, but I was still a little late. Shh. <laughs> and we got to get J. Lou up out of here. So we're not going to do sports tonight, but since J. Lou fucked with me so much, He's going to come back and we're going to do a sports episode over the next week to talk about the NFL season. The yeah. Open. Ain't that right, J. Lou? We good. We with it. Yeah, so we'll we'll get in, we'll do a whole sports episode um, over the next week or two to make up for what we didn't get to tonight. But we both know, we all know, I'm a Cowboy fan. J. Lou is a Steelers fan. And we both from D.C., so our eyes be on the commanders a little bit. And... um. <laughs> Um, I, I guess you got to look at Kansas City and Cincinnati and Buffalo and uh, the Eagles and maybe the 49ers. And then I guess you could look for a random team that might jump out. Maybe the Chargers will jump out. And then yeah. you'll see maybe the Lions or somebody will jump out. But we kind of have an idea of what's going on. Um, and we'll get into all of that um, on this special Kickback Sports episode. But I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Like I, I said, July more than doubled the greatest month I've ever had doing this podcast. Um, and I, I'm, I'm eternally grateful and appreciative because if y'all knew everything that's going on in my life and to know that the podcast is at like an all-time high, it, it means a lot. And to know that in August, this is all, we're at the 15th, 16th. By the time you hear this on stream, it's like the 17th. And this is like the number ninth greatest month since I've been doing it. So things are great on this end. I just need all of y'all to tell everybody to come holler at me for life insurance. <laughs> so we can get everything green on every end. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate y'all. Jay Lou, you know, I appreciate you. If you're not my favorite co-host, you're one of my favorite co-hosts. Now I appreciate you every time you come on. 
And um, we're going to keep doing this, man. This has been a great year for the pod. And we've opened up doors and kicked down doors and just done some, some crazy things. And I appreciate all the opportunity. And once again, Jay Lou, I appreciate you for being part of it, bro. Hey, man, appreciate you, man. Hey, man, I'm proud of you, man. You're doing your thing. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And be sure to follow uh, me everywhere. Jay Lou told me, so I'm putting the podcast everywhere with yourself. So follow me on Twitter, at No Brace New. Follow me on Instagram, at No Brace New. Follow me, the page on YouTube, at No Brace New. It's a No Brace New Party. And remember to lift every chair and swing. And Jay Lou, if they want to holler at you, where can they find you? Uh, all your insurance need, JWL Agency. Um, you know what I'm saying? You know, just hit me up. We'll figure it out. There it is. All right, y'all. Have a, a good, peaceful weekend. The summer is not over. I don't know why they be lying. The summer <laughs> don't end to the middle of uh, September. Hey, we, still we, got, got summer. we got time, man. Yeah, you, you better recognize. I hear your girl at the pool. You think the summer over and we be at the pool feeding each other uh, chocolate covered strawberries? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm coming back to Atlanta. Y'all better bring that along. Where my alarm, man? Let me where my horns. <laughs> Don't let somebody know I'm coming. Bay I'm back. <laughs> All right, y'all have a good weekend. Watch the NFL preseason. Watch the two shows we told you about. And if you're not doing nothing else, tell a friend to tune in to a pod name kickback. Uno, we out. Draw four, draw four. Skip you, skip you, reverse you, reverse you, uh, draw two, draw two, uno. We out. <laughs> we out.